Yeah. Yeah. Acting like a dog, baby, put him outside. Put him outside, he be killing your vibe. Go and tell your friends that you need some me time and just listen to the God. Yeah. Acting like a dog, baby, put him outside. Put him outside, he be killing your vibe. Go and tell your friends that you need some me time and just listen to the God, baby, we just wanna thrive. Hey guys, welcome back. You guys, the experience I had recording this episode is mind-blowing. Listen to this. Every episode I, and I've said this before, I know, but again, if you haven't heard me say it, every episode I write notes on so that I'm prepared with my talking points because I'm definitely someone who gets off on a tangent very easily. This podcast would be an hour and a half long if I didn't write these notes. And I always pray that God leads the conversation and more importantly that he leads the actual topic of conversation on my heart. So let me be honest with you guys, I have not been reading my Bible. And if you have listened to my episode in the past on goal setting, you know that reading the Bible was my goal this year. I have not been following my Bible study for the last couple of weeks and it's because my life has been, it has been a bit upside down. And I have fallen a victim of feeling tiresome, weak, etc. But it's crazy because I know that when I depend on God more, I am better off, especially in these times of weakness. But I guess I've just more so been in a place of prayer rather than my Bible study. Very long story short, God has led me to my Bible in recording this week and has showed me how reading and understanding his word is going to be so transformative for my next chapter of life that I'm opening here for my journey in this podcast, but really just the rest of forever. So let me share with you what happened, guys. I sat down to write some talking notes for this episode, and this episode is going to be on the self-love movement, the self-absorbed culture that we have been recently drowning in. So halfway through writing my notes, I felt unmotivated. This wave of distraction came upon me, and I couldn't even write. Suddenly, I started typing these freaking words. There is nothing that I can do without God. Like literally, do, 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 do. That's exactly what I wrote. And I'm like, what the frig? Mid-sentence, this is what just started being revealed to me. And I realized that he was reminding me that I needed to open my Bible. That I would be led to exactly what I needed to write. I couldn't do anything without God in this not this chapter in the rest of my life I can't do anything without him so no matter how strong my faith is guys this will always amaze me every single time it happens like oh my god I was in disbelief I ended up closing my computer I took out my bible study so (laughs) the next part gets even crazier I took out my bible study for the next morning I went to sleep woke up did my bible study and you will not even believe that when I opened up the Bible study. It was the lesson on self-centered living versus God-centered living. Are you freaking kidding me? Like how? It's entirely in alignment with what God told me to speak about. And now I am prepared to talk about this episode in the lens that he wants me to speak about it in because his plans are greater than my plans. Are you freaking joking? I don't know why we start singing things, but... It just confirmed to me that God is using me as a vessel and the whole, I'll get into that later. I'll get into it later. But you guys know that when I started recording this podcast two years ago, 
and I didn't release it. I would have never had the faith I do now. I would never have the confidence I do now to speak so openly about God. But over the last two years, he has shown up for me and I have learned discernment. I have learned how to live more godly ways. I have learned to speak his name confidently. And the whole point of this freaking podcast is to take you along this journey with me while I grow my relationship with God because I am no scholar and I am just like a regular freaking person that prayerfully will open listeners hearts to God as well because our world makes believing in him seem so crazy and there are so many corrupt churches there are so many leaders that use God's name to manipulate people and really we just live in a way that is straying from God and we need more people to normalize what it looks like what it smells like feels like and tastes like to have that relationship with God in our everyday endeavors and our smallest decision makings and I just believe that that's what my purpose is here so Let's jump right into it, guys. What are the issues with our society that is so self-absorbed? Why is it not good to fall down a rabbit hole of self-care? Every single wellness brand, every media publication, social media accounts, influencers are riding the self-love movement. So many of these platforms are consuming the minds of young people. These young developing people. The platforms live off of the idea They live and breed money off of the idea that we need to not only accept ourselves for what we are, but we need to put ourselves first. The focus is on the self. It is teaching that we need to be proud of ourselves and our accomplishment. We need to put ourselves at the top of the list. It puts our confidence in ourselves. It tells us that we need to depend on ourselves, our own capabilities. It gives us our own self-affirmations. It tells us that we need to immediately cut people off and out of our lives when they hurt us. At a glance, these ideas might make sense. They might they might guys they might sound great it's like Brittany what is wrong with this they might sound beneficial but the question I ask you is does anyone else think we're being trained to be selfish to live in a worldly way to look at things from our own human perspective it teaches us that we need to accept the way the world is the world is that we need to accept the way that things are This does not call us to our higher purpose. It does not teach us to put faith in God. It does not teach us that there is truth in the miraculous ways of his doings, the way he works for us. We need to live a God-centered life, not a self-centered life. First and foremost, the selfish culture is cultivating selfish ways, and it makes me cringe. I believe that the most terrible trait someone can have is selfishness don't get me wrong we definitely need to give ourselves grace we need to give to ourselves in order to give to others we need to take care of ourselves in order to have the bandwidth to serve and we do need to have boundaries but when you're living a life 
that is instead centered around listening to God. I promise that he will tell you when to be weary of those who are takers and not giving back. He will force you to set boundaries with the right people and he will give you the strength to do such because it's not easy. It is not easy, guys. I hear so many people, so many people these days talk about cutting people off and trust me, I've had my fair share of not allowing people access to me, to my friendship, to my partnership, but God has showed me how to forgive people. He has showed me who deserves another chance and do you know that in turn, this has helped the other person? It has made them a better friend, a better family member, a better partner. It has made me stronger. It has made me trust the Lord. It has made me listen when God told me to hold someone accountable. When somebody, when God wants me to forgive someone. When you have a self-centered life, you depend on yourself and your abilities. Are you as smart as God? Is your wisdom where God's is? No. This is literally cutting the margins of what you have the capability of doing in freaking half, guys. Do you, are you, are you want to settle? Do you want to settle for less than you deserve, for less than God has for you? The beginning of this episode, I shared that I was feeling stuck on what to talk about. I was distracted. I couldn't even bring myself to continue to write. If I was depending on myself and my capabilities, then I would close the book and not record another week. Instead, I depended on God and what he's doing through me, which in turn is giving you guys this freaking episode that I hope changes your pers- your perspective, reaches you in your heartstrings. Um, I don't know. Like, what else can I say? When we are living a self-centered life, we live in a state of being proud of ourselves, proud of our accomplishments. And whether that be our truth or it be us living in a lie because we're just listening to the culture that tells us that you should be happy with what you're doing because that's enough, hey. But when we go about our daily lives this way, do you know what comes off boastful? Think about who you've heard sound prideful. Think about that one person that can't stop talking about what they're doing in their lives and how annoying it is. When we instead focus on God and his doings in our life, we share these blessings with other people. We give thanks for all that he's doing in our lives and that motivates others to have faith in the same God, to have the same confidence in God and we lift people up around us. I want to give you guys a situation just so that you fully understand and can emerge yourself in this concept. I'm going to talk about something that happened in my life and I'm going to speak about it in two different ways. So living a self-centered way, I may say to you guys, hey, I was in my last career for five years. I got a job right out of college and I was making $80,000 a year. Not bad for your first entry-level position. This was great opportunity, but over time, I realized I was unhappy. I deserve to be happy. I deserve to be fulfilled. I needed to cut this job off because I had no time to do anything that was fulfilling. So I found a new job. I entered in a new field where I'm making six freaking figures within my first full promoted year. Now I have more time and more financial freedom, more happiness. This is your sign to stop settling for unhappiness. Um, when I say this, 
I put all the power in my hands. I talk about what I deserve, what Brittany deserves, and what I decided to do, and about my unhappiness. You may be thinking, wow, she's so lucky. How did she get so lucky? I'm unhappy. What, what, what do I do to deserve that? Why can't I do that? Then you start to feel discouraged to hear this because it seems like I'm greater than you. It may seem like I just took a risk and that is why I'm in a better situation. It seems like I'm confident in myself and I made a move based on what I believed was best for me. I did it. Meanwhile, if you are someone who isn't as confident, then you feel you cannot have the same freaking outcome. And even if I'm trying to motivate someone to do the same in what I'm saying, it is more deterring than anything to talk this way. But living in a more godly way, I would say to you guys, hey guys, my first job out of college, God led me to a career in which I was working in an industry for five years. I was living comfortably making $80,000 a year. God blessed me with that. I learned a lot about myself, a lot about my desires. However, I stopped feeling fulfilled. And I started praying that God would open the door for me. And I would have more time to work on my calling. And it would give me more financial freedom. And he did it. That financial freedom didn't come easily though. There were trials along the way that I had to trust God in. There were things that I had to put my faith in him. Because it seemed impossible. But I trusted that if he led me to where I am, he would provide. Guys, when I say this, it gives glory to God. It shows you that following his path doesn't always look perfect it might feel risky but when I put my trust in his abilities I'm blessed it will encourage you to follow your higher purpose and your calling on him and God will not bless me any more than he will bless you so as long as you're living in a godly way you can trust that God will lead you accordingly it will motivate you to have that same faith because the power isn't in within me there is nothing I have inside of me that you don't have inside of you And when I say this, it just gives the glory to God. It shows you that following his path is greater than following your own path. You should be able to feel which side of the conversation leaves you feeling more encouraged, more enlightened, more motivated in the end of the the day. Another thing you should listen to is the Ed Milet and Tim Tebow podcast if you haven't yet. The whole conversation is profound, guys. The one thing... Oh, I don't know if you could hear my stomach growl through this mic. Um, The one... I forget what I was saying. Tim Tebow, Ed Milet podcast. Oh, okay. So the one thing, I guess, I guess that I took away the most out of that podcast, which there was a million things, but one tidbit I could summarize because you just need to listen to to it for yourself. But it sent chills all over me. It was so good. And that's a story of him meeting Kelly at the ESPN College Awards. When you hear it, or if you've heard it, you just know. You have to go listen to it. I'm not even going to try to summarize that story, but in that episode, Tim Tebow talked about when he's feeling down, when he is in a slump that he can't get out of, whenever he kind of has like an overwhelming sense of unhappiness, he serves others. 
and he shares this beautiful beautiful story of a moment where he was so focused on himself he was so worried about what he wasn't doing in life and he how he was not doing enough and how he wasn't getting accolades and he wasn't feeling fulfilled and he took the energy off of focusing on himself and he put it on helping another person And he was reminded that his calling in life was bigger than worrying about himself. It was bigger than worrying about if what he was doing was enough. And it instead put the faith in the Lord and on Tim Tebow's actual calling and how it was helping other people. And it's something you need to listen to yourself. um, But I love how true it is. Shifting your focus onto serving others opens your heart and it fills you with gratitude and it gives you purpose. I honestly had a much different outlook on Tim Tebow listening to this because I guess the NFL must have painted him in a bad light as I was growing up, but he's an incredible person and I, I'm going to try to link that in the bio. But at the end of the day, the question is, how can we be called to do that when we are instead putting so much emphasis on selfishness? It's like, I don't know, setting us up for failure and it just disgusts me, truly. But anyway, let me not get off and and digress here. The next and last thing that I want you guys to consider is that most of the time when things in life are going sour and not to plan, we get discouraged. We lose faith in ourselves and we cannot depend only on ourselves and our abilities. We cannot accept the world and its ways. We cannot look at circumstances from our human perspective. We need to have confidence in God and we need to seek his perspective and we need to ask him to enlighten us and show us the why. We are so blessed in our ability to turn to stories of what God has accomplished for other people, to remember the promises of God and and the things that he has said he has had for us, to remind ourselves i guess of the things that god has already have has already done in our lives we need to trust that the trials he is putting us through are going to be purposeful in the end if we believe in this if we are invincible in this fact we will find the strength always we will have peace in the depth of the valleys while we stare up and look at these freaking mountains that we have to climb because life is not easy. Listen, we have all felt weak. We have all felt purposeless. We all have felt stuck. And if you don't believe that God is the one who gives you the strength to push forward, if you truly think it's just yourself, then I trust and I pray that with time, you will be given no other option but to turn to him and to acknowledge that he is truly the one working for you. Because by giving this to God, we uplift those around us to do the same and find ourselves living a life fulfilled beyond measure. All right, guys, thanks for tuning back in another week. That wraps us up for today. I am just so grateful for you all. I've had 500 downloads and only six episodes. I think that's pretty freaking good. Sponsor your girl. No, I'm just kidding. But seriously, thank you for tuning back in. Thank you for listening week over week. Thank you for replaying many episodes. Thank you for 
uh, listening, even if I haven't been marketing or listening, even if it's been a few weeks since I last recorded. Your consistency gives me hope to be more consistent. I appreciate you guys and I will talk to you next week in episode eight.